Hey, my whizzes, and welcome to episode 215 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. In true Food Biz Whiz tradition, we are going to spend the next four weeks together for our fourth quarter focus mini series here on the podcast. We've just kicked off Q4. We're in October, and these next four episodes are going to walk you through four critical things to think through as we go through this fourth quarter and how you can set yourself up for success through this busy season and into January. These episodes are intentionally really short because I know that no one's got time to waste during this season, and I'm going to do my best to keep us focused. Over the next four weeks, I'm going to put on my former wholesale buyer hat, and I'm going to give you advice from the retailer perspective. We're going to set expectations on what you need to know and how you can modify your behavior between October and early January. I'm going to walk you through your very last chance to pitch to new wholesale accounts this year and how to do it, as well as how to nurture your existing accounts this season. And finally, I'm going to wrap up with an episode on what you should do once buyers stop accepting new products for their shelves this year so that you are headed into January January, fully prepared once they do start considering new products again in early 2024. Now, two quick things to know. First, regardless of when you are listening to this, you're still going to get something out of each of these four episodes. So I don't want you to worry if you're pressing play weeks or months after this airs. You will still have aha moments in each of these quick episodes. And then secondly, you may have heard me talk about these topics in the past or on previous year's fourth quarter focus miniseries. And that is great. What resonated with you last year may land differently this year. You were at an entirely different stage of growth 12 months ago, and you're going to pick up on something new this time around as you listen with fresh ears, more experienced ears. In fact, listening again might be the thing that shows you just how much you've grown this past year. And that's great. I would love for that to be a takeaway from this mini series as well. All right. If that sounds good, let's get right into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard to access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. Okay, my whizzes, we are officially kicking off season 19 of the show today. Wow. I feel like we've got to do something big for season 20. So if you've got any suggestions there, let me know. I'm being totally serious here. I would love to take your suggestions on what we should focus on as we do season 20, which that's going to start in early 2024. So what theme, hmm, what theme can we focus on for season 20 that will help you in your business in Q1 next year? Let me know. My DMs are totally open for your feedback. And you know, I do this podcast for you, for our listeners. So I want to know what you want. How can we celebrate season 20 of the podcast? It's going to be here before we know it. 
Okay. But yeah, today, kicking off season 19 of the show. So this is our first episode of our fourth quarter focus mini series, and it's all about setting expectations on what you need to know from that wholesale buyer's perspective during the months of October, November, and December, and how that impacts your actions. Again, two side notes here. Now, when I say buyer throughout this mini series, I'm talking about the wholesale buyer not your consumers. So make sure to keep this distinction clear in your head as we go. When I say buyer, I mean wholesale buyer, not consumers. And then secondly, this seasonal crunch in grocery is felt a bit more in North America and Europe than our friends in Australia or New Zealand or South America or you know anywhere below in the Southern Hemisphere. But I don't want our listeners down South to tune out. This is still really valuable information here. Just know that when I say things like Thanksgiving, for example, you can take what resonates and leave the rest behind, okay? So let's break it down month by month. What the heck is going on with those wholesale buyers and why do we care? First up, October. Oh, we are in it. We're already in October here. It is officially the start of the fourth quarter and buyers are starting to feel that foreboding pressure of the upcoming holiday season. For our Canadian Retail Ready students, this month, October, includes Thanksgiving. And this timeline is all the more accelerated here. So in October, if not before now, those buyers are focusing on pulling their last minute sales reports from the previous year. They're analyzing their numbers and they're ensuring that they are setting setting their ordering pars for their teams. They're making sure that everyone below them on their team has a solid plan that they can execute on, ensuring that the store orders the right amount of product without running out or having too much spoilage after the holidays. So let me give you an example here from, from when I was head of grocery at Byright in San Francisco. So my job, one aspect of my job was to pull sales reports from the previous year, look at how our sales were trending so far this year, and project how much we were going to sell this coming holiday season, right? Based off last year's numbers, this year's trends, and my, frankly, my buyer intuition. And I got to tell you... <laughs> It's stressful. It's stressful because there's a lot on the line, especially when you're dealing with perishable product and such high volumes of sales. I know that you can relate to this, right? It's stressful as you think about your own holiday projections, right? Imagine that for 3,500 SKUs. That's what I was in charge of in the grocery department. It's a lot to keep track of. So I've shared this example before, but it's such a good one that it's worth repeating. My my fourth quarter focus on pumpkin pies. So I would agonize over these numbers pre-Thanksgiving, just knowing how much was at stake. So at Byright, we sold hundreds of pies each year during the week of Thanksgiving. And then, you know, you know that these pies only have a few days of shelf life. Plus, you know, let's be honest, nobody really wants to buy a pie after Thanksgiving, especially a pumpkin pie after Thanksgiving. So it's quite the mathematical puzzle here. How many pies do I need every day, Sunday through Wednesday before Thanksgiving, in order to have just enough, but not so much excess after the holiday, that I'm going to have a bunch of spoilage and lose money there, right? It leads to financial loss and food waste. So it's this delicate balance. I don't want to run out early and lose out on sales. 
but I don't want to have extra and lose money on unsold product. So let's do some math here. Let's say that we sold 500 pies in those five days leading up to Thanksgiving last year. And I'm going to estimate that we're going to do a 10% increase over last year's numbers, right? Maybe that's how my store has been trending. So this means I'm ordering an extra 50 pies this time around. And if my projection isn't right, that's 50 pies to put on sale and deal with on Black Friday. (laughs) That's a lot of pies to be sitting in backstock. That's a lot of physical room to be taking up in backstock. It's a lot of pie that's stressing me out. Or maybe what if I'm underestimating, right? There's that too. And people are finally getting back together in full force for the holidays this year. And I run out of my 550 pies on Wednesday morning at, say, 10 a.m. In that case, I am officially in hot water with my boss as I've just put a whole bunch of shoppers in a bad mood and spoiled their plans of bringing a delicious pumpkin pie to their Thanksgiving table. You can see how it's really a no-win situation here. Pressure's on. So this month, buyers are also starting to panic about holiday staffing. And frankly, I imagine that we're going to see the stress start to mount even more this year as staffing challenges continue to grow. Will they have enough coverage? I mean, truthfully, likely not. Stores are really feeling it. So in October, buyers are making plans. They're putting their heads down. They're running their numbers. And they're finalizing the last of their pre-orders and projections. They are starting to feel the stress, right? And that's on top of the day-to-day of running their departments. You can see why time feels like a limited and very precious resource for wholesale buyers as we start into Q4. Okay, we're going to pause for a quick break. And I'm going to tell you about an upcoming live workshop that we are doing inside of Retail Ready so that you can be fully prepared for and profitable with all of that increased shipping that you are about to experience in Q4. So hang tight and we will be right back. Do you know just how much profit you're making or losing as you ship your products direct to consumer or to your retail accounts? You've got to get crystal clear on this before we enter the busy season of increased direct-to-consumer or direct-store shipping. Join us in Retail Ready now through October 24th and get your free ticket worth $200 to our live What Should I Charge workshop. You'll learn how to calculate your fixed versus variable costs, freight on board versus delivered pricing. You'll figure out if you can afford any sort of discount when shipping online, like free or reduced shipping or offering introductory offer discounts. You're going to learn your threshold for offering free shipping to your retail accounts and a whole lot more. If you've considered enrolling in Retail Ready so that you can get your sales and reorder strategies dialed in this fourth quarter, now is the perfect time to join us. You'll have our support throughout this busy season, ensuring that you're focusing on the right things in your business instead of putting out fires all season long. And you're going to use our strategies to sell, sell, sell. Plus, you'll get our added $200 bonus workshop, What Should I Charge, when you join us before October 24th. Click through to the Retail Ready information page on the show notes to find out more about our signature program and Retail Ready Essentials, both which come with our bonus live What Should I Charge workshop before October 24th. 
All right, we're back. We covered October. Let's talk about what happens in November and December and into January. So we get to November, which is officially Thanksgiving month here in the U.S., and we are in it. Buyers are working more floor shifts, and they're making big holiday display changes. That end cap, you know, that's now filled with stuffing and cans of cranberry sauce? Yeah, that buyer spent a lot of energy planning and re-merchandising that section, possibly even pulling overnight shifts to do it while the store is closed and shoppers aren't around. I mean, I can remember those days. It was very little sleep and very high stress. Frankly, they were rough. Buyers now are trying to fill up their demo calendars for the rest of the year, and they're desperately trying to finalize that seasonal help to get them through the holidays. Once hired, buyers are training their seasonal help, hoping to get folks up to speed as quickly as possible, and crossing their fingers that their veteran staff don't fall ill during the season. So last year, so many of my friends in grocery ended up getting the flu. It was really bad last year, or frankly, COVID. And stores really felt the staffing pinch. I hate to say it, but I think it's going to happen again in 2023. So come November, all bets are off in terms of contacting with buyers. They're totally heads down in ensuring that they are set up to run a smooth holiday season, and they're fully focused on product, staff, and sales. The week of Thanksgiving, that Saturday beforehand through the holiday itself, it's always on a Thursday in the U.S., is generally the highest revenue week of the entire year for most retailers. Do not, whatever you do, (laughs) do not bug buyers during this week. And then finally, we get to December and buyers are feeling a little bit of relief as we've made it through the biggest of the holidays, Thanksgiving. But then they quickly turn their eyes towards Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's. Obviously, depending on where you live and what sort of store that buyer works for, there will be different priorities, right? But in general, across North America, those are the big four for retail, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. December's focus remains really similar. Product, PARs, staffing, merchandising, and sales numbers. They've got to get through the remainder of the year before there's a bit of a break. And my listeners, if you're a non-alcoholic brand, this is the time to focus on your last-minute plans for dry January and to convince your retail partners to include you in that focus. Again, absolutely for retail, definitely for food service, any sort of... Uh, beverage programs, dry January can be a big boom for your business. So then January rolls around. We can breathe, (laughs) except that buyer makes it to the new year and finally comes up for air and then jumps full on into considering new products for their shelves, performing category reviews, maybe going to fancy food, and then they jump into annual planning for the year ahead. Time and time again. I see food founders muscle through the holiday season only to wake up on January 1st in a panic, feeling exhausted and feeling behind the ball as you realize that you need an overhaul of your sales materials, your sell sheet, your price list, your pitch, your promotional plan, your reorder strategy in order to feel fully confident pitching in early January. Let's not let that be you, okay? (laughs) Can you devote? 30 minutes a week, now through early 2024, to getting those systems in place. 
a small commitment now will put you leagues ahead of where you might be come the new year. And here's where I invite you to think about how you want to feel in January and what easy, doable, small things can you do now to work towards that feeling. Maybe it's 30 minutes a week working on your sales systems. Let's do it. Okay, so all that being said, what's the takeaway of this episode? It's that come October 1st, that buyer is busy. Their brains are occupied by the holidays and they are stressed. It's not the best time of year to reach out, to ask for favors, to pitch your products, right? (laughs) We're not gonna do that unless they're specifically holiday related. And it's not the time to be a high maintenance vendor. We want you to respect the rhythm of retail. Again, what does this mean for you? Well, it means that you now have this bit of insider info on what that wholesale buyer's thinking, frankly, why they're ignoring your emails and how to shift your behavior for the next few months. So what's your biggest takeaway here? I'm curious, I wanna know. Send me a DM and tell me how this episode is helping you shift your behavior as we head into the holiday season. Or maybe it's a mindset shift or a commitment that you can make now to get prepared for January. So from here, we're gonna be back next week with part two of our mini series, where I'm gonna walk you through the last chance pitch process to try to get you on a few more shelves this year. So if you are eager to increase your wholesale accounts in 2023, you don't wanna miss next week's episode. Otherwise, it's gonna feel too late. So if this episode has been helpful for you, please share it. I would love it if you would tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm at It's Allie Ball, as well as forwarding it to another food founder who needs to know this info through the holidays. And like I said at the beginning of the show, let's go big for season 20 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. What should be our theme as we kick off this new season in early 2024? You know, I'm a planner, obviously. (laughs) So I got to start figuring it out now. So do you want me to highlight our retail ready students and ask them their very best advice for fellow founders? Should we do a season on what to do instead in your values aligned business, moving away from these antiquated, outdated advice, advices on growing your brand? Should we talk about mass retail or specialty or brokers and distributors? You tell me, send me a DM and give me your ideas on what we should do for season 20 of the podcast. Okay, so that's what we've got for this week. I'm going to see you right back here next week for the second part of our fourth quarter focus mini series with episode 216 on your last chance pitch. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Whiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.